back to Dinner with Jay-Z with your host Jasmine and Zeno. So if you're listening to this episode, you're probably already caught up on how to find us on the internet so we don't have to go through that. Also, if you are listening to this episode, you must really like what we have to say. And that's, that's nice. I like that. I love that. Don't you love that? Okay, we love it. Um, so yeah, if you're new though, welcome to Dinner with Jay-Z. Um, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the concept of having a dinner with Jay-Z. It's either that or some exorbitant amount of money. We want to know, you know, sometimes. Would you rather take, let's say, $500,000 or dinner with Jay-Z? Jasmine, you really took it there this week. It's going to go up every week, okay? So, yes. Okay, $500,000. Think about it. Um, so... I made a disclaimer in our first episode that we are not, we are not finance experts. We're also not HR experts. We work in communications, social media, and things like that. And yeah, we, you know, we just like to pontificate on the things that we are passionate about, which, you know, sometimes falls out of our actual field of interest. But today, we have an actual HR professional who may be able to answer some of your burning questions around applying for jobs, interviewing, asking for a raise, etc. You may know her as Dub K on Twitter, but some of us know her as Whitney Farrington. So who is she? Okay, so tonight our dinner date, <laughs> Whitney. She received a master's degree in business administration and organizational leadership from Northward University and is currently working as an HR manager in the hospitality industry. Whitney has five years experience working as an HR professional and recently obtained her PHRI certification. Whitney specializes in organizational processes. She is considered a trusted advisor and liaison. Her professional interests include mental health and equality in the workplace. Whitney is considered a powerful force and uses her positive attitude and tireless energy to encourage others to work smart and succeed. In an effort to make a change in the community, Whitney uses her organizational and communication skills to assist in a youth basketball camp. Whitney considers herself a travel enthusiast and a lover of all things luxury. And if y'all follow her in places... Y'all know that's true. <laughs> All so, things luxury. I love that time. bio, though. I love it's, that bio. You know, it has a little bit of work, a little bit of outside of work, and a yeah. little bit of, you know, I like things. I love that a lot. All the things, all the time. I didn't know that you did the basketball camp thing. I did. So, my partner, love of my life currently, um, likes basketball, played professional basketball, wanted to start a basketball camp. Wasn't really sure how to get it off the ground. Mm-hmm. So he's like, your legs, come on, let's do this. <laughs> well, he was like, your brain, you know, but Mike, your legs, long, we have these babies, but your brain good right now. Let's, so let's, do, let's, let's make this, this happen. Camp. So that's Got what it. we did. That's, yeah. that's valid. That's, that's valid. That's why. I love that. Yeah. All right. Um, I also wanted to, to, to just touch a little bit on, you know, um, you... One of your, your professional interests being, you know, equality in the workplace... Why is that important to you? Because I feel like as a woman, we have to work like a hundred times harder. And I wanted to get to the place where it's like an even playing field. Like it's always 
we have to do 10,000 things more before we are able to get something done. And like a man associate or manager or whatever could just pick up the phone and be like, hey. Mm, that's real talk. I need this. So every time I can make noise about it, I do. That's you. There was yeah. a lady at my work. I mean, she doesn't work there anymore. But Yikes. she, I I walked into their kitchen, the, their area's kitchen. And she was warming up some food. And I thought, you know, she was just warming up her own food. But she was really warming up her boss food. And I was like. Jasmine? Jasmine, please. Turn your mic off because I know you're lying. I was like. And to make matters worse, she dropped food to her boss children. Something else is happening. Pardon? Something else is going on. But the boss is a woman. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's still not. But they would never ask that of a male employee. Except a male employee wasn't having it. No way. There's a man like, ah, I can't do that. But I think like some people just don't know how to say no. And I see it in a workplace all the time. When you when you work together a lot with someone, sometimes the lines cross as females, as women. And it's just <laughs> in, in in that context we, we will accept females. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know, I can't explain it. Cause you see it it just it's personal boundaries because mm-hmm. she hasn't said no, right? Yeah. So yeah. if I'm in a jam and I I may be late for a meeting one time and I can ask my associate, hey, you could warm this up for me quick, right quick, please. And she say yes. And I just be like, okay, well, she did it. So if I'm in a jam again, I'm going to be like, hey, could you, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to take advantage, but someone else would be like, oh, well, she don't have an issue with it. It's only warming up food, so. Can warming up food go on a performance appraisal? No. Okay then. Uh, That's it. I guess they goes above it. and beyond. Yeah, I was gonna say that would be qualified. <laughs> that would that would qualify as going above. You are and helping a team player. No. You are a team player. You realized your associates' needs and you, Danny. <laughs> no, because I mean your boss needs to do a little bit more um, time management. Exactly. You know, if you already know this, your schedule for today. Why These you are your meetings. Microwaving takes exactly one minute. Meetings is over sixty seconds, and that's a good microwave signal. Yes, you still okay. Ninety seconds, three minute microwave. That's a different. I mean, Mm. I get it. I would never do it unless I pain. We had a relationship outside of work. That's the only way, and so we don't. That might have been a situation, Jasmine. Let's. Pray for your former co-worker's sake. Mm. That, that was the case. I mean, you know, she can be a right. She have bigger fish to fry. Yeah. <laughs> this is unemployed. So that. I mean, she may be employed now. I mean, but, you know. Well, I know a big place that's hiring. If mm. she's listening, yes, when you can let her know. Uh, to reach out to all the hotels in the wonderful hospitality industry. Can she just say. As I'm not specifically saying which one I Can't she to. just say, interested? No. <laughs> Why? Why not? That's what the people no, do. No, but really, people were furious <laughs> that I What do you mean, That's interested? Interested in what? Interested. Interested in what you just posted. But interest, no, no, But like, no. you interested for, like, are you interested for Why you? Why are you interested? Are you interested someone else? What are you interested for? What are you interested about? What, what information a job, do you want to know? And they interested. It's laziness. It's laziness. It's utter <laughs> laziness, and it's 
it's new. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a generational gap. I don't really feel it's that new because I feel like I used to see it on Facebook all the time. Every time someone posts a job. Okay, so if you say interested, then what, what is supposed to happen after right. that? That's so my then only the, thing. they expect the recruiter to then come and say, yeah. oh, thank you so yeah. much, Cena. I appreciate your interest. Could you please send me Dan an email here with your resume, Ray, Ray, Ray? That make any sense? I didn't name Matt. The time it takes for you to type interested, you could literally send an email with your resume attached. I mean, okay, if you don't see the email, then say, hello, where can, where I, can send I apply? My resume? Let me tell you something, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the young lady, but shout out so to what her. So why don't you I must look a gay person. No. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, I should have seen it. Oh, yeah. I would have wrote her first. Let me tell you something. <laughs> anyway, no. <laughs> there was a young lady. I don't remember her name, but, you know, I have planners on resumes on my page as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know that young lady went to the planner page and dm'd me asking me for about more information yes but that's not even where you posted it but i posted it on but twitter she, she went through my profile she was plan- and she, was she saw that i posted but you if you could do all of that like she you was could planning have, you could for, but at this point i realized that they were said that my dms were Close. Close. Which is fine. I guess everybody don't want to ask for job information on a timeline. Fine. Cool. What I'm saying is, and I feel like it was initiative. Y'all might think that it was too much. But she saw that I had another page posted mm-hmm. on my profile. And the DMs to that and one she, was open. And that was open. And she sent the message there. She wanted a job. I mean, she, she wanted a job. She was interested. And let me tell you something. I didn't even see the person that said she busted. But let me let y'all know about 50, five zero people. Ask me about that one job posting. Nice. So let me t- let me let's let y'all know how hard it is out here and why no, you really need is. to say more than interested. interested. But they're interested. Because I gotta go find a young lady who DM me on my planner page. Because you know she she, she is really interested. Bought it. Yeah, she bought it. Okay. She bought it. She she wanted a job. Bye. So for everybody that feels that interested is too much, kudos to you, man. I mean Hope you get the job. Hope you, you get the job. Want. They interested in any job, first of all. But that's not why we're here. <laughs> all right. Y'all know we usually start our show with rapid fire. I can't make the noise because last time someone said I was doing Beethoven. That's not that's not what I was going for. <laughs> I didn't get Beethoven when that's not what I was going for. <laughs> but, but you did it. Our producer didn't give us no no, no, he no didn't do sound the like, effect for that noise. We need a rapid fire. We need a rapid fire graphic and sound. Yeah. anyhow, we can work on the graphic. You gotta come up with I'm looking at you. But anyways, mm. so far this or that, would you guys prefer online applications or applying in person? Online. I agree. Online. Because, I mean, honestly and truly, applying in person, I still have to come back for the interview or whatever. I mean, yeah. if I am successful. And if I ain't successful, I just waste the I trip. just waste my time. It so. also, sorry though, it also depends on the industry though and the type of job. Because a lot of people get jobs by walking up. Oh, I, like construction or something like that? Places, right. Mm, but, so... I know that's Kentucky. what I do. But I see Kentucky now having a whole hiring process. Yikes. So, All right. Uh, Uniforms or dressing how you want. Interested. <laughs> um, Dress how you want. It depends. It depends. You, it's okay. So you may say uniform because you are used to cute uniforms. But, but if the uniform, Yeah, if the uniform Mowgli, then I won't put on my own clothes. Now, I like uniforms for, like, the ease. You know what you're wearing every day. Mm-hmm. But if the uniform looks stink, then I depress, and it don't make mm-hmm. no sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yes. I won't wear my own clothes, because I feel like if my workplace had a real uniform, 
You would not like it. It'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you could do little variations of the no, uniform. Can't no. alter a little bit. I can't wait till Zena show you her uniform. No, no. I was told um, you cannot personalize it in any way. Oh, yeah. It mm-hmm. ugly and Well, in that case, my own clothes. But I just like the ease. Like, I like I'm, I love the I'm not ease a of the uniform, and I am not a morning person either. No, and I started I working out in the morning as well, so it rough. I love the bank girls' uniforms, though. The bank girls' they cute. Be... Yeah. And I like a little like mom's air uniform too. It's yes, not bad. Real That's cute. nice with the little thing running. Mm-hmm. Western Air Force. Yes, but other uniforms. I don't mind like the little shirt you wear your own pants. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't look cool but, too. I'm thinking about the uniforms and Oh, so you're really a uniform girl. I'm thinking because mm-hmm. it's easy. I, I get, get up at 7.30. It's easy, but my clothes <laughs> like, look good. When you say you get up at 7.30, you mean like you wake up at 7.30? Yeah, yeah my before I started goes, working out, I used to wake up at 7.45. Yeah. I wake up at 6. Wow. Well, now 6:30. that I work out, I wake up at 5.30. Wow. So. I have a child lean once breakfast. Wow. And Eggle, just, waffles, no, or no, cereal. No, uh-uh. He's hella less. No, he like waffles now. He'll eat, he'll, eat, he'll eat some waffles. Because all of us have to eat cereal. I'll pop that to the car, babe. Like, I feel like I'll be that mom. So, there's that. Oh, I feel like I'll be that mom. Okay. If you got to eat in the, if you have to eat in the car, that's staying in the car. Because so, no. he, oh. he, he, he ain't into that. He want to play around and thing when we ride it. <laughs> okay. Performance appraisals or not? Performance appraisal, but only if. It's going to result in something. I feel like sometimes some companies do it just to check off the box, like just to be like, ah, well, you know, we did it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to choose performance performance appraisals just because, well, yeah, we need them, right? And I know that everybody wants performance appraisals to end in raises, which I do too. But even if it doesn't end in a raise, if it's a genuine interaction and you get a genuine performance appraisal, then you know what steps you need to take to further your career. Mm-hmm. So it's not a mm-hmm. it's not a total loss. It could be better if it ended in money, but it's not okay. a complete it's loss. It's not even about ending in money or not ending in money. I feel like a lot of times companies just do them to have like this file on you. Yeah, just just to say they do. Just to say they do. And like it's not like nothing is changing. Your tasks don't really change from performance appraisal to performance appraisal. Obviously, your money doesn't change from performance appraisal to appraisal. I literally spoke to someone last week, and they were telling me that technically, according to their handbook, they should be getting a raise after each appraisal based on literally the company's handbook. But their money has been staying the same, and they've been working this place for years. And so during one of the appraisals, a higher up above their manager literally asks, like, Something about, you know, the raise. And she's like, oh, well, I ain't been getting the same money. And then I was like, hmm, wonder why. Like, what? Uh, what? what? <laughs> so it's just like, what is the real reason here? Because clearly. My concern wasn't even, I mean, listen, I obviously, yes, we want money, right? But let's take into consideration. I've done two performance appraisals on my job in the last two years and for each time I've put that I've wanted to number one I want to do my master's um, in strategic communications but I also want to do a course in project management and um nothing happening HR also say no so <laughs> they said no HR saying no they don't um they working on they working on stuff they've been working on stuff for a little while 
That's all I can say. Well, I mean, we do a lot of training, but also the the trainings that I have put on my performance appraisal, which we do quarterly. My job ain't even doing no orientation, so I, 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 I mean, that you just so. you just come in and you just you just so figure you it out. Let me let me let you know. Yeah, I call it learning by fire. Mm-hmm. It depends on the industry. It's a, yeah. yeah, you feeling your way through. It depends. Every on job you are going to be feeling so your way through, but I feel like sometimes you just need the orientation, if not to understand your job processes, to understand the culture. At least tell me who who I need to call when I need to know a certain thing. Like really and truly, that that's one of the big things for me. It's like y'all can't even give me one little directory. <laughs> to tell me like oh, so okay no, I if, agree. if I you agree. if you stumble across this issue then, then this is who you, you should possibly call this department and the best person to talk to is this person Mm-mm. no no then it's just like that. hey welcome well if that like see you there here figure it out yeah no cookies in the back oh no <laughs> only if you bring them yourself <laughs> that's fox okay so paid bi-weekly or monthly Bi-weekly. I know. I mean, I've been getting paid monthly for a while. Me too, and I still ate it. So I've gotten used to it. I mean, if you listen to the last episode, then you know that I budget, right? So I kind of figure out how to make it work. Yeah, you know, some months it'll just be like, hey, like <laughs> after, after my long, birthday. Long, Jasmine. After my birthday. After yeah, Christmas. After my birthday, it's rough. Too after long. February. Too long. Be rough. Too long. But I have also been getting paid monthly for four or five-ish years now. And so I used to it, but I hate it. Yeah. Like, I'm used to it, but I hate paid. it. I've been getting paid monthly, I would say maybe about six years. Yeah, I'm used to it, but so I, I hate I'm it. I'm very it used to it. Y'all got to get y'all bread up. Y'all got to get y'all side hustle so y'all side hustle can pay y'all in the middle of the month. Then, then y'all get paid by weekly. No. I only want to work one job and I want to be paid. First of all, I don't dream job. of labor. So we could start there. I'm all interested in not working any job. I... But making money anyway. Also as well. That's why That's why y'all come to dinner with Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the last one. Leave a job as soon as you see it's not for you or... You know, stay for a certain period of time so you're not seen as a hopper. Stay a certain period of... Okay. So, I would say that if you determine within your probationary period that the job is not for you, then the job ain't for you. Yeah. If you made it past probation, you like on your seventh month, seventh month, then you need to stay. You just need to wait the year out. I agree and, there. And stay there. I know it's rapid fire, but... I had to provide reasons. I oh, def- we always. No, I definitely <laughs> agree. There. So, and then if you just leave it off your resume, because you have people that say, "I worked here from January to March." To me, like, we don't need to know, that. Why yeah. you know that. Also, stop telling us when you have your first day of work. <laughs> like, no, for real, because stop by day five, you might see I hated it. Yeah, then, and now then, we then you have another know, first day of work. We all know that you hated it there, and you only last two weeks, and uh-huh. you, your, you had your new job. Yeah. So how do you go it. from, hey, y'all, just started of my first day of work, send prayers up for y'all. Till next week. Hey, Who hiring? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait till you ain't that good. And also, 
Don't be updating your LinkedIn profile as soon as you get a new job. I don't update my LinkedIn until I at least six months. Pass your year. probation. I just updated my LinkedIn and I do years in. Yeah. I only updated my LinkedIn because I started posting jobs on LinkedIn for my job and it says like Ah, uh, okay. By X person for X company. So oh, like really? obviously you see I at the place. Like yeah. you see I in the function. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But we don't post jobs on LinkedIn because they they they, oh, they, yeah. they trying to they you know HR is always working on a thing and HR is working on their own platform for professionals. Mm -hmm. oh, I was like, no, I was like no. just just I mean you could apply on our website but we do do job posts. does it tie in does it tie into LinkedIn because I'm pretty sure you can integrate you could integrate but we don't we do like a separate LinkedIn job posting. Sometimes we'll just do the graphic. We won't do like an actual LinkedIn job. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just um, Send direct it to, back to, to the, the website. website. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. That was uh, not so rapid fire. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, but it was good though, because I mean, you know, now we, you know, we understand a little more about each other. And mm -hmm. that's always And now we're good. ready to get into the real topic yeah we're gonna get into the topic so on our pages we have asked for questions that you would have for an hr professional and we actually got quite a number of questions so we can do as well as we can with yes. the time allotted because i know someone messaged and was like opera was literally the perfect amount of time for them to like walk to the bus and like take the bus to work or school so we don't want to make it too lengthy I mean, but also, you know, just press pause and get you know? back to it if you <laughs> ever go Listen to half on your way and listen half on your way back. <laughs> yeah. So, question number one. How does one begin the salary negotiation conversation? So, I guess my question would have to be, are you already in this job or is this a job that's being offered? Okay, let's go with... A job I'm seeker. A, mm, okay. Let's go with Sounds that first. Sounds like we got to do both. Yeah, yeah. we got to do both. <laughs> okay, so if you are already in the job... Oh, you said job seeker. Let's go with that first. Mm -hmm. Job seeker. So usually a recruiter is supposed to ask you what your salary range is, right? Because yeah. we just need to know off rip. Can I afford Jasmine or not? Do so you need to Jasmine, know how much I make right now? No, no. Okay. I need to know what you want to make. If I call you and I said, hi, Jasmine, saw your resume. Um... What would be a salary um, range if we were interested? Seventy five hundred k easy. All right, and then <laughs> I have on my paper that the job is going to offer about sixty, and I'm like, okay, Jasmine, thank you for your time. Boom, we finish, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Typically, if we get past there, you would go to a second interview. If you reach a second interview, we we like you. We want you. We need to know how much we need to lotion you, right? But we also have to be in mind how much lotion we have. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if the interview is coming to an end and nobody says anything, then we're all just sitting there like, mm. what's going on, right? Um, I would suggest that the HR professional, the recruiter, or the interviewer should definitely say, well, what's the range you're looking at or what are you interested in? Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's what happen. And you say, typically, so if we decide to work together, what would be the salary range for this position? Or what is the budget allocated for mm. this title? Mm -hmm. And then the ball is in their court to either tell you what it is 
Why not? If I get to the second interview and they and, and, and I, let's say I do ask and then they'd be like, oh, we, we, we prefer not to disclose. Yeah, because that ties into um, the second question because someone said, okay, so what if you in the interview and you're reaching the end and then like Jasmine saying, maybe you're in the second interview and you're still reaching the end and no one has brought up the money topic yet. Like, how do you go about saying, hey, y'all, what you about to pay or should I cut my losses? Right, but you 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 have to say you have to say I want to be mindful of both of our time because everyone's using their time here, right? I want to be yes, mindful yes. of both of our times. So I think it would be best if we just discuss what mm-hmm. the range is, so we know if this conversation can move further. Because we could be, I could be in there in a second interview and you trying to offer me thirty five, which people was acting was like a little bit of money, and <laughs> <laughs> and then you know. I decided, okay, well, I'm not taking anything less than 42. So our conversation is... It over. It over. I also think, you know, when people interview, they don't ask enough. They don't ask it. Well, a lot of people don't ask questions at all. Because they they, they come in just assuming, you know, the interview is just about me auditioning. I'm auditioning. It's I'm not. trying to show you that I am the perfect person for this role. And then when they say, so do you have any questions? And you sit there and say... Oh no! But oh, then no, you walk baby. out it's thinking. Time. Rapid fire. You walk out <laughs> thinking, oh, I even know how much they. Da, da, da. I don't know nothing about their work culture. culture. That that important. To I me. mean, even though they're lying, I mean. Yeah, but you know what the reason is? I don't know how to. The Bahamas is in a buyer buyer's market. That's what I'm trying to say. I think. Maybe, maybe edit this out. Um, but basically what I'm saying is so many people are unemployed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many people want a job. Recruiters are just like, like I said, 50 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's for the post. But still ask questions. But even though them. 50 people may have said interested, <laughs> when you really get down to it, although a lot of people are interested in positions, only... Two and a half really gonna qualify for that position. Gee, I was gonna say five. No, dog. <laughs> it's and, rough. Yeah, it is. It is rough. And then you also have jobs that put, in my opinion, unnecessary requirements on jobs because certain because, things because you don't they, need a they, bachelor's no, degree and four years experience to do. Mm. They need a work permit. I just need a body. Oh, I know. They just need a body, right? Yeah. So. I mean, that's what... But I'm not even saying, like, in terms of qualifications or paper. Like, sometimes you will see somebody apply for a job. And they know they don't have no experience in this type of position whatsoever. You gotta shoot for your example, shots, you know. For example, and I'm just going to make it, like, random here. You could put up that you are hiring for... A director of marketing. This person know their entire career. They have been a messenger. But I get a social media because I just get a bunch of likes on my thing. So I could be a director of marketing. A messenger. And so they will, they'll, they'll literally message the page and be like, hey. Interested. Interested. What, what does a, <laughs> what does a director of marketing do? And when you say, they can say, oh, okay, I can apply. Why? Why are you doing that? Because I may slip through the cracks. Think about your organization. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Think about your organization. And 
each of us right now can think about someone that you look at every day, director, vice president, manager. Mm. And you're like, uh, how? How'd you get here? They slipped through the crack because mm. they shot their shot. You know, okay. so. Just shot, just shot. I apply for stuff all the time. I mean, yeah. Be like, you want a vice president? Bet. Here I am. I move through the world <laughs> like a white man. Exactly. You want a vice president? It's me. I go for a VP role wanna, next to him. I mean, I guess a director ain't really too proud of each right now. But mm-hmm. Do you think? No. no. VP. C-suite. C-suite me, please. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I, won the, I won the company car and the, and the, the gas unlimited and, you know. Mm-hmm. Customs duty exemption. All I want that. all the things. All of it. I feel you. Phone allowance, internet allowance, all of it. allowance, school allowance, mm-hmm. all the allowances. I want to be able to send my children to school for free and live. For That's some wood. Y'all know. Okay, so what is the best way to approach HR about problems in the workplace, such as being overworked? <laughs> she wants to say, don't. Ah! <laughs> I just want to say that, you know, if you have to find someone that you trust, because HR is supposed to be a safe space. But it's mm. not. HR is for the company, not for the employee. Uh, it, you have to find a balance between being a safe space and knowing where someone straight wilds in, right? So as an HR professional, I would say communicate what your thoughts are, obviously, to someone you trust. Don't communicate it to someone that's trying to get a raise. And all. Everyone's trying to get a raise. But you, we all know the type of people that just send the bus over you and then drag you along with the bus, right? So you don't want you don't want that person. So someone that's not going to run you over with the bus, you talk to that person like, hey, this is what's going on. This is how I feel. And you just got to hope that they advocate for you. Anyway, so answer this. Don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Take it to church, child. Tell, tell your mommy. But how do you, how do you approach HR about any problem you might have in the workplace? Like Who tell y'all just, HR? Who just, tell y'all HR is the place to be? The place to go? Well, how do you approach your manager? Like, how do you approach anyone in the workplace? When you feel... And not even like... Because I'm not saying like being overworked. We're talking about infringement of policy. About, mm, not even just policy, but just common courtesy. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I, I, when Y'all, I go, if work <laughs> is hell, keep doing it. That's what she I wants to say. Let's just move on. Yeah, go quit. quit. Look for a new job. Yeah. That's the best way. That's, that's, that's okay. it. So, that's so crazy. That is that's crazy. That's so crazy. And I, I mean, I don't know... I guess I don't know where we got the notion from that HR is the place to go if you have to complain. I mean, I've about, never thought that. If you had to complain about people. No, a lot of people A lot do. of people think call HR. Every problem you have, call HR. Mm-hmm. Call HR. And then yes. you'll, hear, you'll hear a conversation and they'll be like, oh, I mean, I know I've said it too. Like, if you can't go to HR, I mean, well, where you supposed you go? to go? Nowhere. Go to church. Call your mommy. I'm going to call my mommy every I single mean, time. I mean, I ask my mommy, but sometimes she is telling me I'm the drama and I don't want to hear that. No, oh, I am the drama. You ain't want HR tell you that because they can put that on your dossier. Yikes. That's accurate. She used to drama. Yeah, just find a safe space. And then after a while, even as an HR professional, you hear some of the complaints and some of the things that people say, and it's just like, okay, you're experiencing burnout. You don't want to work here anymore. How can I help you? 
But what if, <laughs> but what if, but what if they experience in burnout, but they still want to work there and their skill set can be used somewhere else in the company? Oh, what if I need like an extended vacation? Yeah. What if I just need a little, oh, a little two weeks know. off? No, I want to sabbatical. Listen, the I mean, problem a little is, two months off. the problem is in the Bahamas, and this is my view, it's definitely not reflective of my employers. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is we, we are in a box in corporate culture. And we can't get out. Mm-hmm. So we have new companies that are coming that are trying to implement all these fancy new stuff and work-life balance and work from home. But it's our parents and grandparents that stayed on jobs for 40 years and made people think that it was okay for us to work nine-hour days and not, like, run to complain about it. Like, even if sometimes when you talk to parents and stuff, it's like... That's all you weren't about? When in my day, you had to do blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't That's need them. to sit at the desk for eight hours okay. to show you that I'm doing my job. I can do it from my cell phone. I can do it in three hours. But, you know, I read something that said that, like, we really only, like, super productive for a max of two to three hours a day. So, like, the workday does not technically need to be eight we're hours. Because we're wasting time. Wasting, you, we're wasting all the utilities. Yeah. And all y'all doing is... um. Going to the going to the kitchen and making a bunch of tea all day. Because if you me, think about it, think drag of, me. I think at least two to three teas a day. But if Come you on. think about your workplace, right? You think about if you watch people and their actions. You come to work. You're gonna. You come to work. You're gonna eat your breakfast. I come to work. I buy my breakfast. Chat it. it up in the cafe for a little bit. <laughs> Go upstairs. Make your tea. Eat my breakfast. Make my, yeah. Make my I, first tea of the day. Mm-hmm. My little what coffee. What time we at now? About ten thirty. No, man, it ain't 10.30. No, I used to look good. No, scroll man. Scroll socials, check I, the news. By the time I finish eating, it's like, you know, 9.30, 5. I already do, like, something. No. I scroll in. First of all, I scroll social when I pull up to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, I may car. pull up. Let's say I pull up 8.45. I'm oh, going yeah. To sit I'm going to sit in until my car nine. and scroll. Until, you know, yeah. I just on the brink of being late. I get to work at 8.58. And then I clock in. Jeez. What a life. Mm-hmm. So when you scroll through. Yeah. Never mind. She don't she does not scroll <laughs> I do through. Not scroll through. Because she has work to do. Always. And she working hard. All the time. As soon as I get to my desk, I log in and I start my day. No breakfast, no tea, no nothing. So All she that doesn't is to get be done see, at home. Yeah, she no, doesn't get to I, see social I media until she gets get off. a tea and a water. Please. I need that. My truck can be dry while I working hard. All right, so (laughs) while a person is interviewing, what is an appropriate way to ask about company turnover? But ask that question. I mean, I I can ask. That's me. Ask that question. Typically, see, people don't ask these questions. I ask them because it's information that I want to know, but a lot of people are afraid to say Mm -hmm. what is what. So usually I'm just like, so how many people have been in this role over the last five years? Hmm. How long did the who's your most recent resignation and how long did they work here? That's a good question. That's a good one. That's a really good question. I'm trying to think if I've ever asked about turnover. I know for a fact that I always ask about I always ask about culture. I wanna know like what how how y'all is carry on. Like, is it like, you know, you got a whale, your stockings and thing in here. 
every yeah. day or you know Fridays you could chill out and but this know. is the thing about culture right Jasmine this lie Days you life. could ask all day. It's amazing. Yeah, we're all family. It's and goal-oriented and we just love each other and no. But I don't even necessarily want to be family with my co-workers. No, I, I just family. want y'all to be decent people so I could do what I have to do between the hours of nine to five and then go home. They're never going to tell you that that most of the offices are bullies. So no. They're, they're they never going to tell that. you that. That's why they're trying to bring in new people. Mm. No, so what you have to do is what, what I do and what I would suggest anyone does is you go in there for an interview. And if you're successful, you're probably going for a second one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you pay attention to your surroundings when you enter. You figure out if it's a relaxed environment. Mm-hmm. Did the interview start on time? Was the person running late? Was there chatting in the hallway or the lobby? Are people gathered by the scanner? What are they wearing? Does somebody have on stockings? You but have- a lot of times when they interview you, they're going to take you to a meeting room that either right in the front so you don't even get to see mm. what's going on or like in an area of the building where ain't nobody is like that. So that's a good, that, I mean, that's a good observation too. I mean, and yeah, um, I guess depending on, on where you go, yeah. you may be able to observe yeah, a lot. Not the only thing that's going to help you questions. is observations yes. or finding someone that worked there before. Because if you come to me before for an interview, I'm going to say the corporate culture is very goal-oriented. You know? Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> yeah, like what am I supposed to say? I miss Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I see a flash. You take a picture. Yeah. I'm like, what, what, but what is it? What are you supposed to say? Break it up. I'm not necessarily saying to, you know, talk trash about the place, but if you know that there is a, if you know there's a culture where, for example, nobody really talks in the place, you could just say something like, okay, at this place of employment, Everyone pretty much just sticks to themselves because they are focused on the task at hand. Now, I know that means y'all ain't really talking to each other, and that's cool. Yeah. Maybe you got. Maybe you have to be a little more specific about exactly what you're asking. So, like, you may want to ask, like, well, okay, if there's a big project going on, do the other departments work, work along together. with each other mm-hmm. on them? I mean, they still may lie and say, of course. yeah, of course we of do. Course. You know? We're a team building. Yeah. But you can, no one's going to say But if no. multiple people in the room interviewing you, even though they might would, say, of course, with their mouth, you can see the them looking language. at each other. That's like, why I say you have to be observant. Yeah. Even when the person interviewing you answers you, you could tell. That's true. I agree. So it, you can't expect them to say, run. Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to say that we want you. My first job, my first job out of um, COB, not my fir- not my real first job, but my first job out of COB, I remember in my interview, the lady who's now my friend, she interviewed me and I think I asked her something like, well, do you like it here? And she went, ah. Ah. And I should have known then, right? From that note. But uh-huh. also, I guess, in that moment, Fresh out of college. You just want work. I just needed a job. That's it. I had already gone through the actual yellow pages and dropped my um, resume my resume. Off. Yeah, you off. couldn't say interested. 
No, I couldn't say. But I, I also feel like that was kind of a different time. Like back then, we was really still looking to see like who did what we did. Child, and I, I didn't care if they was hiring or not. Literally, I went through and I was like, who's in PR and marketing? And I just sent my resume to everybody. I was glad for a couple callbacks. But yeah, like I said, when that interview and I asked and she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have known. And then, you know. The first couple of weeks, the little honeymoon phase, it was like, oh, okay, cool. Everybody, you know, really like each other. And, you know, the boss is lovely. And uh, she's so grateful for everything I do. And then it was like, all, all right, right, cool. You here? You, now you know now what you it's, know. now you know what it is. And then all hell broke loose. But, you know, I'm still here, still standing. Yeah. I had a, I have, I had a great first real job boss. Shout out to mm. her. Um, I actually visited her today because I was getting sushi. And yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, it just depends. So then when you guys get into your managerial roles and you have people that work for you, you just be their first good boss, right? Yeah. That's oh, the goal. Yeah, I, mean, that's, that's I my try goal. as best as I can, you know. I try as best as I can. My thought process is the more millennials, because Gen Z different. But the more millennials that get into the workplace and ascend to higher levels, like directors and VPs, I think that we will see a shift in culture. People saying that, but like millennials, 40 dogs. So some of us already VPs and we come and we do the same thing that we have experienced. Some though. But some cool though. There are some who who are very progressive and and are committed to people. It's some. That, and, and that, listen, it ain't common, okay? No. Trust me. A lot get there and they want to mash you down just because they got mashed down in their work experience. There is that. Uh, you know, be the change you want to exactly. see. You know? Be the change you want to see. That's the goal, I but you know, I tell also... me, oh, you know, when I when I first got here, I was only sis. I don't. care. So why would you do that to me? We don't care. We don't care. I don't care no. if when you first started working here, you allowed hell. them to give you one brown paper bag full of peanuts and as payment. No, I experienced that at my first interview. Well, I had a, th- a couple, but this lady at this place, um, she said to me, she was like, um, first of all, you don't even have on stockings. And I was like, who even is wearing stockings anymore? Okay. So then we went through the interview. Because after she told me I had on stockings before she started interviewing me, I was like, why are we even still doing this? Because obviously you weren't choosing me because I have on stockings. So then she asked about salary. And I said, I think I said 30 30, 32, something like that. And she was like, oh, no, honey. When I started working here, I was making 175. We don't care. I was like, Did you tell a celebrity over? I was like, oh, okay. So I actually have my master's. Oh, that, that don't matter. You need the experience. I said, okay, thank you so much. No. <laughs> because why? No. Why isn't going to school considered experience? No. Anyway, that's no. a different story for a different day. Okay. That is a different that story. Is. So, we have the next question. How do you navigate job hunting and social media? Don't say interested. (laughs) (laughs) But besides that, because you know, there's some people who will go and like, they'll block the company. And I mean, yeah, you did that. But most times, it's not even the person running the social media 
that's like conducting mm-hmm. interviews or looking you up. So his, you didn't even accomplish anything. It could thing. be the person running social media, but they they were already following you on their personal account and what you would be doing in your in your pinned tweet. That's hey, important. This is what I'm gonna say, and this is gonna, and then everybody just gonna go blocked up, gay, okay, right? The reality of the situation <laughs> is, we on Twitter. Where do you block all of the hotels? I already know who you are as a person because you tweet, mm-hmm. and and your tweets obviously are your business, right? But you have to find some balance because I can't tweet. I hate BPL every day. And then sit in the recruiter at BPL space and be like, oh my God, I would just love to work for this organization. Like why? <laughs> you hate me. <sighs> you say it every day, you hate me. I'm cursing. I'm cursing with it. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is like, come on. So. <laughs> oh man. I funny. also feel like, number one, if your tweets, if your tweets, if your social media profiles are open already, that's, that's, that's for public consumption, okay? And that's that's just it. I didn't have to go out of my way to, to see find. what you what you saying and doing on social media, okay? <laughs> First of all, if I just have a meeting with somebody, I can Google you yeah. because I just like to know, like you know, what do you look like and like what you into? Like, are you even qualified to have this conversation? <laughs> no, for true, for true, for true. Because I want to know if when I go to this meeting, if I if I wasted my time or not. And everyone, everyone Googles everyone these days. I so Google everybody. everybody. I'm not even sure what comes up if you Google me. Child. I know people when I used to Google me, I'm not really too early up on the pages. So I was like, all right, I could. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'm more upfront now. Mm. Well, okay. I mean, I would think that your name is unique enough that your name would pop up. Well, I was named after a famous tennis player, so... Mm. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Kind of, sort of. Okay, so if I just just Google Jasmine, that make no sense. It's a bunch of porn stars. That make no (laughs) sense. None. But when I actually Google Google my name, um, it's it's literally just me and one white girl from, like, Scotland or something like that. No, and then, like, my last name is literally the third most common last name in the world, so... In the English-speaking world, at least. Really? Yes. So, all right. Let's next question. Hold on, no. Wait. Go back. Job okay. hunting and social media. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's just say I already have a raunchy profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what can you do at this point? Block it. But well, what it. if I get already there? Yeah. Well, if I'm already on your profile, I'm not going to be like, oh, Jasmine tweets this stuff. Because I know Jasmine, or Zeno, who they are as people, right? So it's not going to be... Oh, yeah, I can't hire this oh, one. Oh, yeah. But if it is someone that's problematic, and I'd be like... Mm. Okay, and also, what what amount of scrolling would you do on someone's Twitter? Like, what... like? Okay. Or Facebook or Instagram. Right. Like, would you, you know, would you scroll long enough to see someone be like, yeah, be able to smoke this joint on my break? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, if you do come across that, I mean. What implication does it have on that person's yeah, application? Yeah, because, like, it's, it look a little, look a little it scary. Look real do. You ain't going to do this when you come work for us. Of course. Of 
go say Cause clearly, <laughs> but if you are good, so if you smoke a joint on your Jasmine's break, point, if you like how far? Break, you have a problem. I agree, but how far are you scrolling? Like, are you just scrolling? Maybe three days, or are you scrolling three years? Like, I'm going three, to be honest with you. Three days, you in like three days. No, no. I don't personally know of any other professional, HR professional, or any employer. And I've worked at two. I've worked in the gaming industry, and I'm, I'm now in hospitality. That take the time to do a deep dive into tweets. Maybe a little search. Yeah. For whatever, but no, because we have lives outside of work. But I mean, you can't be making WhatsApp porn movies and sending it around or breaking up your boyfriend car or <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. Noted. So, y'all, lock your profile. Just look for a job. You look for a job, lock it. Or be able to stand on what you said. I mean, I do stand on what I say. You know. If not, I delete it. That wasn't, that's not me. I mean, and also, I think, you know, like if you are. Not just job hunting, but also, you know, you are moving strategically as you continue to build your career. You may want to just clean up your social media anyway. I mean, like, and not just because people may say X, Y, and Z, but at the end of the day, as you actually grow in your career, people are now... It's a representation of yourself. Yes. I mean, it ain't nobody. And, you know, some of the things... And then also, there are always just going to be people that... Feel like they know you mm-hmm. based on People some tweets. Y'all hired this and this and this what they was tweeting last year. Yeah, like, boo. like leave me alone. Y'all Please. know my resume. Y'all know my timeline. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> okay, so do HR managers truly discard applications where a person has job hop a lot? How much is an acceptable amount of job hopping on a resume? And this was brought by today's Twitter conversation. I think that a year to two years is a good time in any role um, because I believe that a job should be kind of a passing the baton experience. Mm-hmm. I personally don't want to be stuck in a role for five to seven years. I think that a lot of people are moving in that direction. However, you can't have a different job every six months. And it's kind of like the bank, right? Like when you go to the bank and you want a loan, they want to make sure that you're in the same industry Mm -hmm. before you, like you can be a mechanic and then be an HR manager and then go back and be a neurosurgeon, right? So you have to make sure that all the jobs that you have and not to say that you cannot have a change in passion or a change in, like you want to change your career, but it has to have some, it has to line up in some way. It Mm -hmm. has to make sense Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to explain it. If you can't explain it, if you just really needed a job, then, just take it off your resume. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I, I, I need to see all that. No. And then people make Not only that, like but like, why your resume six pages? And you only been working for three years, but it's six pages because you done had like 28 jobs in that time. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. But a lot of people also don't know how, how to tailor their resume to get the recruiter's attention. So there's also that. Because they want to give the information like, hey, look, I can do all these things. But sometimes it's just overwhelming and i just like to say that i read my resumes so well just well there you go y'all can hire her because (laughs) i was literally just gonna say if you want to show that you could do all these things just move all that stuff over to skills Skills, rather than showing it in each position because now look now you look dumb yeah but people you would be surprised at the resumes that i've seen i would not i've seen one that just had a name a number and 
um, C.I. Gibson High School. Did they also put like the big I'm picture? I'm telling them? you, the big picture. No them, but it's take up most of the page. Just name, no. Because I've seen one of them. Uh, C.I. Gibson High School. I've Very seen good. one that had a couple paragraphs about how they just such a great person. I saw one where a young lady was like, she likes sh- strolling and walks on the beach and going to the park. Mm. I saw mm-hmm. one. She wanted this. a job or date. I Jasmine, I saw one where this lady literally put on it that her goal is to live a don't have to be in the office lifestyle. Why are you setting that into the job? <laughs> That's her objective. <laughs> Your objective. My objective is I don't want to go in the office. At the end of the day, I ain't gonna do this no more, but I just can I doing this for now. Yeah. Why you why are you telling me that? I didn't know what to put on my objective. Take objective off. That's it. Also, no one cares. No I one. I mean, like, do y'all actually care when somebody when someone puts their objective at the like, beginning? My I mean, objective I was, is to grow in my career. We just be lying. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> we just be lying. Because honestly, girl, I feel you. My objective is not to go in the office, but these people want you in the office every day. Why are you putting that there? Um, I don't know. I like to read the objective though. I kind of. But do you know. take it into consideration? Not really. No, not What's really. the objective on your resume? I bet you ain't none. No, I have one. I can't remember exactly. Something about growing as an administrative See? professional. Blah blah blah. Yeah, girl. Yeah, but I just want to know, like, oh, what is this person interested in? Or which part of Google did they copy and paste this from? Ah. So you. So you. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Going so going back to the question then. She said, "If you can't make your probation, just take it off." I agree. I mean, if you I make agree probation, as well. if, if you, you make probation, but you still only there like six and a half months, take it off. Just say you was discovering yourself and freelancing. Rule of thumb: six months or less. Take it off. Oh, we work in the best industry to say that we were freelancing. Anyway. Just say you was freelancing. Honest to God, I mean, well, you can't really freelance. As a HR professional, so yes, you could. You could say that you were revamping resumes. Yeah, well, okay. So what you have to do, even if you have nothing on your resume, right? You could say you were a career coach. <laughs> you still have to. That's big facts. You still have to uh, ex- be able to explain the time away. So mm-hmm. I understand what you're mm-hmm. saying. Some people don't even know how to throw and sell line. I know job. I mean, I mean, and also, like, is it so terrible? Is it so terrible if I just did not have a job? But I feel because that's literally the way the world works, especially like, let's say you got laid off middle of the panty. Some people did that and have not worked since. What if I just didn't want to work? Yeah, I was chilling. Like, ain't nothing wrong what if I had a that? kid? What that if I mean I can't work? What if like, I had a mental you know? breakdown? The thing is, in the Bahamas, the quality of life that we have and the cost of living, it, it, nobody, everybody doesn't want to work, but we have to work. So if you home for four years, what are you doing? Who are you stealing from? My husband. <laughs> or my parents. Yeah. Or yeah. a sugar daddy. Exactly. Interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Just right. saying. So taking it back to the performance appraisal, when companies do performance appraisals or assessments, do they actually take what the employees say in the comment section into consideration or are they just doing these appraisals just to say like, yeah, we have to do appraisals every quarter or every year? Every quarter is excessive, but every year 
I would say that I, I speak for myself, and when I did performance appraisals, I would do what I could to meet the person as best as I could, mm-hmm. right? So I had people say, oh, they want they want to get their college degree or they want to do this class. And I'd say, okay, so what steps are you going to take to do that? So if you tell me, okay, well, I want to do this, but I, I need to work only mornings because I have to go to class at night. Mm-hmm. If I can facilitate that for you, then I will facilitate that for you. And I feel like that's a simple gesture in recognizing a comment that was made on a performance appraisal. Mm -hmm. Now, if I decide that I only want to work two days a week for three hours a day, you're just playing with me. Like, there's no way that that can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, like, you you have to be just aware of of what the person in front of you can do. And Mm -hmm. I find that Mm -hmm. as an HR professional... People think that we are the end. I'm not the end. I'm the middle. Yeah. I have to go to someone else. Yeah. Who then has to go to someone else? So people be like mad, like, oh, HR tripping babes. I only work here just like you. I like, I only work here just like you. But if small little stuff that can be done for people to feel like you're listening to them, mm-hmm. I try to just listen to those stuff. Like someone says, oh, well, I have to get my baby dressed for school and I would like to start work at 10. Because I want to drop them off to school, then come back and gather myself. Okay, if I can let you come in for 10, that's small things. Child, but can you leave reasons. at no, 3 every day not. and then never come back? Oh, no, when, you come, when you come 10 o'clock, you have to leave. At right, but people six. don't... Depending <laughs> on if you take a lunch break or not. Yeah, yeah but people, people don't think like that. It's irrational sometimes. Like, hmm. you give them what they want, and now you have to give me what I want. And they, they, don't, they don't do that part. Hmm. Okay. Makes sense? Makes sense. You can tell me if it don't make sense. It makes sense, but like, sometimes your comment might not necessarily be, uh, I want to work 10 o'clock or I want to get my degree. Sometimes it might be like, well, this department makes it extremely hard for me to do my job, so what you want to do? Well, then I would speak to that department's manager. But then you have the and this is the thing, right? When people put stuff like that on the red, on the performance appraisal, they don't want you to say anything. No, because I they, want you to say something because I put that there. Yeah, but some people... That's you. Yeah, some people are afraid. I put that there because I want you to take note mm-hmm. of this. Like, I mm-hmm. want this somewhere else besides me coming to you and saying, hey, then let me do my work. Right, so now when I come and I take this information to Jasmine and I say, well, see you Boy, some concerns in a performance appraisal, she feels like your department is being difficult. Now Jasmine and Tina have a wife. Because Jasmine trying to figure out. I can say, oh, well, she never brought anything up to me before. And then we in a circle of. <laughs> but then I got to go in my emails because. You're never going to get I access to your email me. anymore. <laughs> especially if it's with the IT department. Oh, yeah. It's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, I think a lot of things in a workplace can happen. It don't even have to go on a performance appraisal, you know, if we just communicate. But a that, lot of that people would, that would are these afraid. That ability. This, is the, this is the problem. That's what I was going to say. A lot of people cannot communicate their feelings of frustration in the workplace. That's why and I so we can't reach to a civil goal. all day. Because yeah. Twitter understands. <laughs> That's true. Y'all don't tell us I can't go to HR and tell them. I mean, yeah, I... I you, you, are, you already say that. I, I can't tell HR. I can't go, go to HR. I can't go to HR and say it sucks, yeah. So... 
the next best thing is to go to people who are gonna the same thing. But many <laughs> see, shut up. <laughs> but see, and that's fine. Shut if up. you thinking the same thing I thinking, <laughs> at least let us, you know, have a little meeting on the calendar where we talk garbage for an hour about no, this. But then... but then the people like to fake as if like, oh yeah. Sorry to hear that you ate it here because I love it. Like, you know that ain't no true. You know that ain't no true. Yeah. I, I just witnessed that in a thing that we had at work. And I feel like that has been my main concern. Like, why don't you all act like humans in the workplace? Like, we are all people trying to make it to the next day. Because we are afraid, Zena. And this is a market for employers. There are too many people unemployed. <laughs> like, okay, you're happy. Bye, Zena. Here's Jasmine. She starts in two weeks. Like, that's... And then, three weeks later, Jasmine... But we worry about that after three weeks, babes. We worry about that after three weeks. And now y'all can cycle through every person. Ain't no such thing. Ain't no such thing. We get a fresh coming out of high school. Oh, boy. It's always going to be some young, hungry professional that's ready to work. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. So you, when you want your $1,200 a week, miss, please go home. It's not happening. Wow. <laughs> cool world. No snuggie. So, y'all, we actually made it to the last question. What? But this one has, like, a scenario. <laughs> wow. So, I'm going to pose the question and then, like, you know, provide the details. Mm-hmm. So, if a company has a handbook and the handbook says something, but they have been allowing something different... Shouldn't that mean it's time to talk about what's in the handbook? For example, let's say you have a tattoo on your neck. You've been working with this tattoo on your neck for months. They saw the tattoo on your neck in the interview. You have been on television representing this company with the tattoo on your neck. No one said anything. But now... Some other manager finally realized you were tattoo on your neck. And they like, hey, you got to come to work every day with turtleneck on or you got to quit this job. Do you think that's right? Or do you think because they didn't let you work six months with the tattoo on your neck, even though the handbook says no visible tattoos, should they, you know, edit the handbook or should they just tell you go home? Because they hire you. With this tattoo on your neck. That's sticky. Well, it's black and white. The handbook say no tattoo. But you hire me though. Whoever, you hire me. But last on that person and they have to be dealt with because how you get past all those people and knowing the handbook say no tattoo. And you let me go on the TV. That's a three damn times. issue. Not on the TV. Not on the TV. But that's a damn issue because the reality is it's in the handbook. And in order for the handbook to change, it has to go to legal and do all these other things. So it can't just be like, oh, Whitney has a tattoo on her neck now. We like her. So tattoos are not allowed. That's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just what it is. If, it is. if it's in the handbook in black and white, it is what it is. Because okay. when Rowdy come, if the, even if, let's say it goes all the way to labor. Mm-hmm. The judge can say what it say. Okay. I mean, but y'all, I mean, okay. So I guess it depends on where you work, what the leadership is like, if people actually care or not. I mean, because then you could just tell somebody like, well, okay, depending on the tattoo, I mean, you can't have a wolf looking 
Lumontea drops an ice cream on your face, right? <laughs> but like, let's I mean, just say you have something very simple, and you could you could put you could cover it with makeup or whatever. Like, should that you know okay. that, that could also be a consideration other than just me getting sent home. Okay, so let's say what if it's a piercing? Well, we wear masks now, so okay, and all right. So it's a piercing. We wearing masks. Let's say I have my nose or my tongue pierced. We wearing masks, so maybe you didn't see it in the interview, mm-hmm. but you saw it at work. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I take my mask off, I drink a little water, you mm-hmm. see, I do this, I do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you saw it on the TV, because when I get on the TV, we don't wear masks. Mm-hmm. So, why, why y'all doing all the things on the TV? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to say, like, you know, you have represented yeah. the company in a public space mm-hmm. with this item so and now no one sudden, said anything yeah. but now weeks have passed mm-hmm. maybe months have passed and, one, and all one, of a sudden one, board one member, person one board member uh-huh. say hey so and so who was huh. on the TV they, she, she worked now because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I saw a little teardrop tattoo by your eye like mm-hmm. what's going on here mm-hmm. and now the people are ready to fire you but no one has brought this up in the eight months you've been working there well, once you get the handbook and you sign and say you acknowledge that you received it and respect all the rules in it. But what if the handbook was kind of vague? <laughs> well, I think that... like, what if, what if the handbook say... No unnecessary tattoo. Who determines what's necessary? Well, then, then you have a case. And it's, it's on you if you want to be the person that took it all the way... To where it's gonna go over something that you could cover or remove. But if what if I haven't removed it? Mm, then go. You really want this be... whole segment? We are in an employer's market. Yes, oh, there God. are no shortage of unemployed people. So I, I mean, mean, that's true. You gotta pick on what you're gonna stand ten toes down for. Mm-hmm. Me, I got bills to pay, baby. So I gotta take the nose person out of wear my turtleneck. Hmm. Okay. Y'all are the woman. <laughs> y'all, y'all are the woman. That's so. That's it. That's it. That's all the questions. Oh wow! Yes. Any we'll final them all. thoughts? I have two. Go ahead. Don't go to HR. <laughs> no. Don't go to HR with your personal problems. Go, Child, go journal to your, it out. Go to your personal friend, your mother, your journal, you know, your church, whatever, your small group or whatever. Whatever. The people who are praying for you, you go to them. And also. The more millennials will rise up the ladder, the better it will be for the workplace. I believe in that. Yeah, I believe so, too. I so believe know? so if they're progressive. Well, just think it about it. it. it I feel like we are three people right here. We're gathered, right? We're progressive. It's only a matter of time. Two to five years. And that's boom. Shift in culture right there. I hope so. You mm-hmm. know? I mean, I do see some millennials that are already in managerial and above positions on Twitter. And, you know, they tweet about their experience in the workplace and they do seem like cool, progressive managers. Mm -hmm. And so we just need a little bit more of that because at the end of the day, we are all humans in the workplace and we just want to get our job done. Have a good day and go home. Yeah. Please just do your work, dog. That's it. Just you know, it. my that's my my final thoughts is that we spend more time in the workplace than we spend literally anywhere else, and it just does not hurt you to have some compassion. Even though HR say don't come to them for nothing, I you can come just child make your little work friends <laughs> and talk about the situation with them. Child, but not even also not them because coworkers are not friends. Jeez, 
Nobody. Especially if, especially if one of them in the, in the union. <laughs> Say no to coworkers. That's me every time. Um, I think my final thought would be that we must realize that HR is also human. And it's not the end all be all because there is, I always say this, even when I deal with people, that every boss have a boss. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to go further than that person. So even if you talk to HR, you can't, ex- you cannot expect a rapid turnaround response because then they have to figure out how to go and present this and do all these stuff. So mm-hmm. let's give HR some grace. If you decide to go to HR, because you all already say y'all ain't going. Well, I you already going. say don't come. I, I you going. know, I just said. I mean, I'm not going, personally. I am not going. I can talk to my friends, and that's just going to be that. And I can talk to my mommy. Okay. But, you know, give your fellow HR professionals some grace. It's for hands, And I think my next thing would be Always be confident. Um, there are a lot of people that know what they want. They just don't know how to communicate what they want. And all you need to do is practice. Because if you walk into a room and your body language is not telling me you're confident or what you're saying is not exuding confidence, then I believe that I can give you less than what you want. I'm mm. not going to give you less than what you want. But if you speak with a level of assertion and confidence and say, well, hey, I have this degree, I have these years of experience, I feel like I deserve this amount, and this is why. I have this certification, I have this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. People are more open and receptive to actually giving you more. But you have to believe in yourself, right? You can't just go there and be like, oh, well, it's whatever, just let me know. Mm-mm. Like, look, I thought about this, I gave you some thought. Y'all want me? This is what I want. Mm-hmm. That's and how let's, I feel. Let's get down, let's break these ceilings, get this money. Amen. I enjoyed this one. This I was really a good one. This one, you got to come yeah. back. What? Thank you, you know, so much for having I, me. I feel like there's so many more questions that the people want to know. They just they wasn't ready for this time. They wasn't sure. Yeah. No. I think. I but think, when they listen, then they're gonna know. They yeah, can really ask it's a safe like place. Yeah. I also think maybe next time she comes back, we can we can do like you know, some of the. Answering the top five questions you normally get in an interview or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. I would love it. I would love to know, like, some of the disaster it. responses y'all get sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and this is why this is going to be an next plug, right? So I do resumes and I do interview prep because I've seen so many, one, horrible resumes. And then I've had so many horrible interview interactions. It's just like, babe, honey, <laughs> did you even try? No. Mm. Did you... Did you even mm-hmm. pretend? Mm-hmm. Like, help me help you. Like, I'm struggling to get information from you. But a lot of people don't know. You can have a simple skill and you can make it seem like the you're the only person that can do it. But yep. you need to know and you have that confidence to be able to say, hey, only me could do this. Y'all can't do this without me. I am to that. Maybe we should go live when we do that one. So we can have people ask, That's like, true. in real time and, like, do, like, Engineering like a drill. Drill. And, yeah, we can figure that out. Let me lose five pounds if y'all gonna go live first. First of all, please. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, guys. Oh, brother. Thank you so much for joining us today. Whether you are listening while you drive, eat dinner, or you are at work, because that's me. I love a podcast while I'm at work. Mm -hmm. You could have been listening to anyone else, but you decided to spend some time with us, and we thank you for it. We hope that you enjoyed, and maybe you had a good laugh. 
or maybe you got a little interview tip. Maybe you know how to ask for more money. Maybe you know, don't go to HR. <laughs> Y'all, please, man. Don't go to HR. Don't do it. But at the end of the day, I hope you all have the night that you deserve. As always, you can find us at Dinner with Jay-Z on Twitter and Instagram. And our guest, you can find her at Dub K. I'm sure you've seen her if you're on Twitter. She has a lot of takes. And sometimes y'all don't like them. But sometimes y'all do. It just depends on what she's tweeting on that day. <laughs> but be sure to share the show with somebody if you liked it. Oh, if you got this far. Y'all have to tweet us a money bag emoji. Yeah. Three money bags. Yes. One for each of us. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Zena killing me with the sound effects. <laughs> well, you know, our producer don't have them, so I have to. <laughs> producer, she's looking at you. My producer say he ain't want me say it, but let me tell y'all something. If y'all don't know, this is solid porn. <laughs> <laughs>